This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling me to the heavenly. Be seated in heavenly places, just like heaven, just like heaven on earth. To be walking in His favor and graces, just like heaven, just like heaven on earth. Good morning. Tallahassee. You're listening to 94.1 Wave 94, Tallahassee, Florida, and this is Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ with Servant Marcia. And as always, we're talking about escape to heaven. And, you know, that could be escape physically to heaven or Escape in our soul, our minds, our thoughts, our imaginations. Just escape because there is a way to live in this world and still be Christ-minded. That's really what we're talking about. This morning, um, I was in Miami over the weekend, and you know, I saw a lot of young people, and my thoughts were... Can our people, can our children be saved? I'm a mother, a grandmother, great-grand, and I often wonder as I pray for my children, my family, can we be saved in this hour? And the answer is yes. It was proven that we can be saved. We can just look at Noah. His family was saved. During extreme wickedness, we can be saved. We can even look in the Word of God in Luke, the 15th chapter. It starts out at the 11th verse how a certain man had two sons. And I'm sure he was a lot like we are today. We work hard. We try to adhere to the Word of God. We try to uh, set aside for our children so that they can live and not suffer as much as we did. And anyway, the younger of the two said, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. And that shows a lot of disrespect because he's basically asking for his inheritance, even though his father is still alive. And so the father did as he said and gave it to him. And not many days after, the younger son gathered everything and went to a faraway country, and he wasted everything with promiscuous living. Um, He spent everything he had, didn't plan for anything, and all of a sudden a severe famine came into the land, and he could no longer take care of himself. So then he went and joined himself so he could be a citizen of that country. You know, that's a key word right there. I never saw that. That as our children leave our homes where we have trained them to live a certain way, to love the Lord, to read the word, to pray, to strive, to be closer to the Lord, and they go away to college or as they're living in our homes, they're connecting themselves with the ways of the world. 
And look what this said. It said that he joined himself to be a citizen of the country where the famine, the severe famine, persisted. (laughs) And he sent him into his fields to feed the swine. So when you leave the um, kingdom of God as a child or as a young person and run to the kingdom of darkness and participate in all of the things that are there, like over in Galatians, it talks about the works of the flesh because that's what happened when we leave the kingdom of God, the kingdom of promise, and we instead live by the works of the flesh, then we will receive bondage. And that's exactly, uh, here he was, a rich young man, but now he's lost everything. He's in this country where there is severe famine, and he joined himself to be a citizen of the country where the famine, the poverty, the, the wickedness, he became a citizen of that country. And the works of the flesh are idolatry, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentious, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, meaning that it's nothing wrong with being ambitious, but to the point that you destroy someone else to get what you want. Well, that's not right. Heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, rivalries, and the like. And of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Because why? You have switched kingdoms. You've become a citizen, literally, by your actions of the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of sin, the kingdom of wickedness. You are reigned, you are under the rulership of the prince of the power of the air, the God of this world. So here it is. We have a father that have two sons. And like all of us, we have our children and we desire that they stay in the blessing, uh, the blessings of the Lord. But then it is their decision. So this young man decided he would leave his father and took everything he had, went to another country, spent all of the money, had no choice, became a citizen, and they sent him to feed the swine. And what turns out that um, he would gladly have filled his stomach with the food, the waste that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. So when you separate, when your children separate themselves from you as a parent and they go out into the world and become a part of that. They are literally uh, out there on their own. And there's the only thing that that world would have for them would be harm. And so finally, and you can't do much. The only thing you can do is pray and hope that they will turn from their wicked ways, confess you know, humble themselves so that the Lord can touch them and heal them. And it wasn't until the young man came to himself, meaning he recognized that, wait, I've I've made poor decisions. He said, how many of my father's 
employees have bread enough and to spare. And here I am, uh, his son, and I am perishing with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your employees. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion. It's funny how even though he had not yet spoken to his father, his father could see from afar the spirit of repentance. And I want to pray right now for our children, the children of the saints of God, the children of uh, those that are just lost, that never even came to Jesus, never heard about him. I just want to pray for the children of the world and that our Father have compassion upon them, that the Father of spirits have compassion upon our children, that we as parents have compassion upon our children. And Father, I pray that the spirit of repentance come to our children that have left us, Lord, and gone into the world and have become citizens of the kingdom of darkness. Father, I ask with your great power and your mercy, Lord God, that we pull them out, that they are pulled out of that kingdom because of the spirit of repentance, Lord. Release repentance into their hearts in Jesus' mighty name. And so that is what happened with that prodigal son because he came to himself and he opened up so that he could repent for what he had done, repent for wasting all that his father had given him. Now, one thing that happens um, as we see, the father sensed the repentance. It moved him with compassion. He ran to his son. He fell on him. He kissed him. And the father began to repent. I mean, to the son actually repented with his mouth. He said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father didn't let him go any further. And he said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fattest calf. Let's kill it and let's have a party and rejoice because my son, who was dead, is alive again. He was lost and now he's found. So I want to encourage those in Radio Land that if you have family members or people that you know that have lost their way in the world, do not give up with your prayers. Know that God himself has prepared a way for them to find their pathway back to the kingdom of life, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of the creator. They can be saved. Amen. Over in Galatians the third chapter, uh, as we are pursuing, we meaning believers, walking the pathway. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, activity on the path. As we start out full of hope and faith and energy and, 
just surprised that we can be saved. The longer we walk, sometimes we get disappointed. Sometimes we hold on to doctrine. Sometimes we fall back into the law of things. Sometimes we go back into bondage, even though the Lord himself has set us free. And uh, Paul has encountered this with the Galatians. And we're going to go to Galatians, the third chapter. He says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. I mean, meaning, how do you leave the promise of the Holy Spirit, which leads us into freedom, and run back to bondage? It's almost like the prodigal son, now that he has confessed his sins and repented and understand that the world, the kingdom of darkness, only have bondage and despair, and he's run back to his father and received been reinstated into the kingdom of living, no longer dead, but alive in, in, in the love of his father. How do you then run back to doctrine or to law, which limits your liberty? So let's look at this. Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit, that you're now going to be perfected in your own works? So some believers, I can be guilty as well, will get to a moment in, in our path where we start believing that we are saved by our own acts, by our own righteousness, by fulfilling what we understand of the law. You know, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, whatever the law that you perceive and understand. And um, Paul wants us to have better understanding, so... Here he says, therefore, God, who gives the spirit, the Holy Spirit to us, works miracles among us. Does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? You know, we somewhere over in the Bible, it talks about faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's how our faith fill up so that we can receive the impartation of the Holy Spirit. Just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness, it was accounted to him. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of God, sons of Abraham. So the scripture, knowing that God would extend salvation to the gospel, because there are moments where Jesus says, I have come to the lost sheep of Israel. I mean, that uh, lady that was asking him to deliver her daughter. And she said, well, hold up uh, the dogs. Um, he, matter of fact, he said, is it fair that I give the bread of life to dogs? And uh, she, re she responded and said, but even the dogs eat from the table of their masters. And, uh, he said, what faith, what faith? Your daughter is healed right now. So salvation, the gospel, all of this happens by the faith of the hearer, not the knowledge of the law. And he said, well, how does this relate to my lost child? Well, your eyes 
and your daily leaving see the actions of your child. But your spirit man must have faith to believe the promises of God so that you can continue speaking and praying in faith for their deliverance because the deliverance can surely come. Amen. It's just the word of God. So going back to Galatians, the third chapter, eighth verses says, the spirit foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, and you all the nations shall be blessed, meaning Jesus is going to come through that lineage. So then those who are of faith are blessed along with believing Abraham. Amen. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. There's no way that we can do all the things of the law. Naturally, it's just not possible. So it is the just shall live by faith. Now, the law is not of faith, but the man who does them, if you're going to regulate your life, then I'm going to do everything by the law, then you're going to live by the law. But know this, eight, the 13th verse, Christ has redeemed us, okay, from the curse of the law, having become a curse instead himself for us. Why? It is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. If you don't know what a Gentile is, that's probably you. If you were not born where you can trace your lineage back to Abraham, then you would be a Gentile. When God the Father separated mankind on earth, he selected one line for himself, and that was the lineage of Abraham. All the other nations, 70 nations, were and is indeed the Gentiles. So Christ has been redeemed so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Our salvation is in Christ Jesus and the act that he did, that that was done unto him, that he was crucified, but he was raised from the dead by the power of God, that we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. Okay? That's Galatians, the third chapter. So even though the law, which was, uh, see, first there's God, and then God makes a covenant or a promise to Abraham. And he says to Abraham and his seed, singular, he does not say to seeds, plural, but as of one and to your seed, who is Christ, so that all the nations would be blessed through Abraham's seed. God made that promise to Abraham. Now, 430 years later, the law comes. That's through Moses. But the law cannot negate or annul the covenant, which was confirmed before by God to Abraham, that it would make the promise not be effective. So the inheritance is not of the law. The inheritance is instead by the promise that God gave to Abraham. Okay. So you might say, well, what was the purpose of the law? Because the law does have a purpose. Uh, we're not to feel like the law is there so we could just purposely fail. No, the law had 
a purpose. Because the law let us understand our sins and our transgression until the seed, singular, would come forth. Okay? Um, the law then was so that um, we would be kept under guard before faith came into the earth. <laughs> Verse 23, third chapter of Galatians. It says, but before faith came, we were kept under God by the law, kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore, the law was our teacher, our tutor, to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we're no longer under a tutor, for we are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So... As many of us that have been baptized into Christ, we put on Christ. Uh, therefore, once we're in Christ, there's no gender. We're not Jew. We're not Greek. We're not slave. We're not free. We're not male. We're not female. We're just all one in Christ Jesus. And, and that is important that we're uh, in Christ because then we're our Abraham seed, that one singular seed. And then we have, we become heirs according to the promise of God. So what is the gospel that we are now inheritance of that you and I can hope that our children will actually come back from the kingdom of darkness back into the kingdom of God? And it says in Galatians, the fourth chapter, but when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, okay, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. So because we are sons, then God has sent forth the Holy Spirit, the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Now this is starting to make a little sense because when Jesus was on that cross and to us it looked like he had given up and he did say something. He said, Father, why, why hast thou forsaken me? And then we heard him say, Abba, that he was calling out to his father. Perhaps in that moment was the opening up of his spirit to receive or so that you and I can receive Abba, the spirit of fatherhood, where you can say on a daily basis that the creator of heaven and earth, that we were separated from through the actions of Adam and Eve, that we are now reconciled back unto the father by the spirit of Jesus, actually, as he called out Abba, father. Therefore, we are no longer a slave. As that prodigal son said, Father, just make me a slave because of what I've done. I, I, I ignored you. I, I disrespected you. I, I despised you. Even the word of God says that no man can serve two masters. Either you will serve mammon, the God of this world, or our father. You, either you will love one and hate the other. And so when our children go away from us, it's a, it's a sign of the hatred towards the things that we have taught them or led them. And 
But can they be redeemed? The answer is yes. How can they be redeemed? Well, we saw it in the prodigal son, the spirit of repentance. Will they go through? Can you save them from everything? The answer is no. But you can always still be a parent. You can still extend love. You can still pray. But you still must allow them to go through what they must go through in order to bring them to the spirit of repentance. 2023 was a hard year for me personally. I have a daughter that's a practicing doctor, and yet I could see that she had become the prodigal son. She was lost. She lost her way from God the Father and ended up in the hands of that foreign country, joined herself and became a citizen of the wickedness and the despair of the world that we live in today. But I am here to tell you that my child is free today. And, and, it, and, and, and the Bible is right. I did watch her go through such horrible things, things that I never imagined that my own flesh would experience. And yet I also saw her. I saw the spirit of repentance come into her heart. And I saw her run back to the kingdom of light. She ran back even to me as her parent, asking forgiveness as well. I want to encourage you today that, yes, you and your children can escape from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of life, the kingdom of God. The word of God is true. The gospel is that Christ redeemed those who are under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. And so, therefore, Galatians, the fifth chapter says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Amen? So, we must live free because we need ourselves and we need our children and our generations to be free and the liberty that God, the Father, Holy Spirit, and Christ uh, prepared and planned for us. Amen? So, therefore, um, even when we can see that we have fallen back or our children have fallen into sin, we can still have hope. We can still walk in faith. The just shall live by faith. And, and what we should do as we journey here on this earth, allow Holy Spirit to be real in us. You know, every day, pray, Spirit of the living God, stay in me, manifest in me, live in me. And then what would come out of you would be love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are of Christ, you know, we, we crucify the flesh. Because why? If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And therein we can be assured that our children and ourselves will switch citizenship and become citizens of God.
in the kingdom of God. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. I encourage you to have faith in God. Amen. So I encourage you on this last Monday, uh, this last January, last Monday of January 2024, that you resolve in your mind that your children, your family, your friends will not be lost because you have resolved that you will pray for the spirit of repentance to enter into those that are living day by day in the kingdom of darkness, that they come to themselves as the prodigal son did, run back to their father, to the father of, uh, of spirits, to the Holy Spirit, the creator, repent and turn from their wicked ways so that they will be healed and they will once again become heirs of Christ, joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Amen. So, um, Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you that you woke us up with a sound mind. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us a heart of compassion to receive the loss and to nurture them reinstate them with the royalty, Lord, that you have released unto mankind. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey guys, I love you, but God the Father loves you so much more. Holy Spirit, Jesus, love you fanatically. And I just say rejoice in the Lord, be encouraged, and know that even though you may be falling apart or lost a little bit, don't give up hope because you are found and you will be restored and you are an heir of the King of Kings. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Can't wait to see you next week. Bye.